My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you're not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. Respect the man, god damn it. Respect <laughs> him. Rob, I saw you laughing, trying to act like it was a joke. It's real hey. life, bro. Respect them. Ladies hey, I just I was just appreciating that. And my boy got sponsors. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm little, but listen, I was I told him on this uh on Friday. Look, I'm telling you right now, I have a bucket list of guys that I want to come on. I had Chris on, I had I think I had Freddie on before. I've had Mike and Alana and Elena, like I call her little sis. Rob, I got you on. Yes, Lord. As soon as I finish the bucket list, <laughs> Prideful Takes will cease to exist. That no. there's the, the podcast is shutting down. The website's disappearing forever. We need that's you, it. Pride. No, no, no. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> as soon as this bucket list is done, I can just die peacefully. I, I'll just <laughs> die happy. I, I will die with happiness because I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, we have... <laughs> Yo, shout out to Anthony. Anthony's already owned it. You know, you spent almost an hour on it. <laughs> Never again. Oh, dear God, have mercy on it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Prideful Takes podcast. It is a very special episode. Obviously, I have Chris in the building with me. That guy, Gonzo. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back to talking some sports after having to take a, a little, take about a week off. So it's been, it's been a great day today getting back in it. For those of y'all who didn't know, Gonzo went through some stuff. He had to go in the hospital. But no one can stop this man. My guy met the Grim Reaper and told the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper to suck it. And he would he he sucked it all night long. <laughs> because ain't nobody stopping my boy Gonzo, bro. So Gonzo, yes, Lord. glad you're I'm glad you're doing better. It's great to see you. Now, Rob. His debut episode. Honestly, I've I honestly I, I've hated Chicago since the day I was born. I know I, I really I really no. don't like Connecticut. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> I hated Chicago. But this man right here makes Chicago a little more palatable. If I had there's two, there's three guys. There's three guys. I know Mike Hughes in that. Oh, 100%. There are three guys. I love guys Mike. That, oh, yeah. I like Mike too. There are three dudes that made me like Chicago. That's you, Rob, Mike Hughes, and then the other Mike that I do my show with. He's going to be here on Wednesday. Yes, Lord. If it wasn't Shout for y'all three, yeah, if it wasn't for y'all three, y'all Illinois boys, that's what I would call it. Illinois boys. That's what I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. But I'm telling y'all, bro, that's y'all the reason I said Bulls and Six. Now, I'm going to change it to Bulls and Seven. All right, I, I, I'm gonna die on the hill, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> die on that hill with pleasure. We're gonna be dying with you because it looks like it's gonna be a long, slow, painful death, and we're gonna see what happens. Hey, yeah, real quick, Rob, what part of Chicago you live in? 
South Side, baby. Okay, I don't, oh, man, I don't think you're South, too far from my sister then. South Side, baby. South Side, North Side, Dead Side is all I heard, brother. Like, <laughs> like, like, like yo, real talk. Rob showed me downtown because, like, he was doing it. So he, like, we, like, I, he was on the show or whatever. So we actually saw. I saw downtown. Swear to God, that sh- that it looked exactly like Hartford, Connecticut. Swear to God, with like the tall <laughs> building, it looked the same. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. It's beautiful, man. Yo. I like Chicago. One thing I don't like. You can't find nowhere to fucking park. No, that's that's everywhere. I go to that's my sister's everywhere. house. I go to my sister's house and have to park two blocks down the road and walk to her house because there ain't nowhere to park out out on the road anywhere. No, let me yeah. let me tell you how bad it gets. It gets to let the me point know. sometimes, depending on what time it is at night, you like, bro, could you come to me? Because if I leave, I might not get my parking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, we would walk. We walk down the street to like the restaurant and stuff, so we wouldn't lose our parking spot. You don't want to lose your parking spot in Chicago. Yo. Then you got to park eight blocks away. You like, oh Lord Jesus. Yo, that was that was that's funny. <laughs> By the way, uh, Yuki in the comments, shout out to to that boy, bro. Uh, he's convinced it's gonna be that. Brooklyn's gonna win three games in a row, and oh, then the Celtics end up. If they do that, convinced. He's going, so he's, he's going to die on that sword. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, yo, live his life, live his life. And he said, bro, was that this difficult, that difficult? We argued Debo because Michael was more difficult than a black fight with child support. I'm going to hell. <laughs> Dog, I'll, I, don't, I don't think I've ever in my life wanted to bash my head in more. Oh, man. Like. He contradicted yeah, himself so much, man. And, and, and that. It, and he it, wasn't getting it. No, don't worry, guys. We still love you, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> Rob sounds like Baltimore. Like you be more. <laughs> what they be saying? Whatever you two and you, you know they Yo, put emphasis on that shit. That, that I, 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 don't, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, partner. Listen, that's like that's like a two and a half, three hour ride from from. Hey, I know about be more. I, I used to watch the wire. <laughs> ah, so you know, ah, you know, you know what it is. You know, hey, I've been on one vacation in my life, and it was to Washington D.C. and Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Baltimore. I, I think I was at that pier. It's like a pier there. It used to mm-hmm. have like an ESPN yep. zone I was at that pier. Like yeah. that. I was at yep, that yep, pier. Yep, yep, yep. And then yeah, I got yeah, to go to uh, a Baltimore uh, Orioles baseball game there at Camden Yards, one of the nicest, okay. base, nicest I, baseball parks I, I ever stepped into. I went there, but it was in the off season. Right. So it was like, you know, I wasn't able to fully appreciate it. It's cool. Like it's down in a but hole. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the crazy part. Cause like, you don't realize it. Cause there's a, there's a highway that yeah. you drive. It's like you drive by it and it, and you see it like, yeah, it looks down. But at first glimpse, like at first glimpse, you just think it's cause the highway is up. What you don't realize is that highway, even though it's a bridge, it's really not that high. It's actually only a couple feet higher yeah. than the normal full, than the normal um street level in Baltimore. And when you go to Camden Yards, it's crazy. Like you gotta go down. It's it's I was gonna say, so when you wild. walk in, when you walk yep. in like the uh I can't think what they call it, like the concourse. Yeah, yeah, the concourse. Yep. You walk in and when you go in, you're on like you're on the top level. You have to walk yep. down, you walk down to your seats. It was all yep. it, it was awesome. I was like, man, this there's not a bad seat in that place. Everything's no, all low. It's cool. Yep. I, I've always wanted to go there, like but the, the Orioles suck, but I've always wanted to go there <laughs> while there's like a game going on. They played the I Rays felt, when yeah. we were down there. Yeah. And then oh. when we was also when we was Washington, D.C., we went and watched the Washington Nationals there at National Park play against the Cubs. 
which I can't I can't stand the Cubs. My my fiance is a big Cubs fan. As you can see, I'm a big Cincinnati Reds, Reds fan, so we argue about it all the time. You I don't really watch baseball, but I'm a Sox fan by default. See, that's it's that's what Sox my um, that's what yeah. my sister's husband is. He's a big he, he's a big White Sox fan. They go to White Sox games like they go to probably 10, 15 a year. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get so before we get into it, Greg has a great question. I have a question. Do you think the Oakland Athletics are similar to the Washington Commanders considering they have low attendance, a shitty stadium, and shitty ownership? Well, if 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 y'all disagree with me, let me know. I think there's a difference. I think with the Washington Commanders, I just think it's the shitty ownership because the owner is just a bad guy. When I think about it with the Oakland Athletics, I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just cheap. As long as that's what I was getting ready to say. He just don't want to spend no money. He like there, I, there was there was like a thing I saw that he did not spend. It was what was it like? It's like thirty one million, and I think it was like how many years ago? It was like thirty years ago, something like that. That's how much their payroll was, and now it's still thirty one million. But because of inflation and all that stuff, if you actually look at it, turns out he's actually spending less. Mm. Which is wild. So it's like, and a lot of people saw like the empty seats. That's not because like the fan, like the fans are boycotting. Like if you guys go to any Oakland Athletic, because I was curious, I went to a couple of uh, the Oakland Athletics message boards and Facebook groups and whatnot, and it's them saying, "Yo, we love this team, but we we can't." I'm not. Mm -mm, this is a joke. Just because of the owner. Yeah. Yep. They're boycotting the owner. Then they're like, either get us a new owner or spend money because. Well, the owners, some some of the owners, you know, they just not, they don't really care about the franchise. They really just bought it because they saw another piece of income, right? And they're and not really, the they're not part. like the Mark Cubans of the world, the Robert Crafts right. of the world. Yes, you know, and it's people that want it, or even hey, hate them or love them, but can nobody say Jerry Jones doesn't love his franchise? The nope, Cowboys are his, that's his baby. You know, he spends, he spends. It does at the bare minimum. He's doing something to show, hey, yo, look, I'm, you know, we're trying something like, so it's like, I, 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 I don't understand why you wouldn't do that, especially when we're in an off season where guys were like, like teams are spending up a donk, a donk, zillion dollars. Max Scherzer got 125 for three years. Bill Belichick spent some money. Oh my See, At God, least season on. before last. Come on. When have you ever seen Bill break the bank? <laughs> it's back, brother. I'm telling you, bro. Bro, they play tonight, right? Yeah, Kevin DeFraud and uh, Fraud. You, you heard Skip, you heard Skip Bayless name for him, Kevin Ducant. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Twitter and I started, I started peeing my pants. I was like, Kevin all right, Duquette. Skip, you got me. I was like, all right, you got me on that one, bro. I was like, you got me on that one. But let's start, let's talk some NBA playoffs. I told ya, Jokic was gonna get them a game. He got him one. Now you can go ahead and lose in five, whatever. But my MVP not getting swept. I don't care what no one says, bro. <laughs> My MVP not getting swept. So let we chilling right now, bro. Let me tell you something. The Warriors with it at all. That's my hot take for the mm, day. Actually, y'all, thank you for reminding me. I got you. See, this, this is my hot take. We mm. here. So let me ask you a question. So you're telling me with a healthy son's team. Yeah. 
you got Golden State. Yeah, beating them in the and what the Western Conference Finals. I'm assuming it's got to be the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, they're gonna beat them in the Western Conference Finals because I don't think I think a lot of people are over the look. I don't know if Memphis ready for that onslaught because be honest, that, I, they're having I, I, a hard time I, with Minnesota. Now we're talking about bringing in a more seasoned veteran team, and 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 as big as Cat is. Mm-hmm. As small as Draymond is compared to him, Draymond got him beat in the heart department by a mile. It's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> so not now even you close. you bringing in grit, grind, and experience to a Memphis team that I don't even think they can withstand Golden State's offensive output. And then we get to Phoenix, and Phoenix kind of got exposed that with, without D-Booker and Chris Paul there together, they're not looking too good. Pelicans giving them the work right now. They're giving them everything that they can handle. Now, I will say this. I think Phoenix would have put it away if it was Devin Booker and not if it was uh, Devin Booker there instead of Chris Paul. Like okay. if Chris Paul was the one to get hurt and Devin Booker had to hold the team down, I think he just offensively more gives Phoenix what they need to mm. be over the Pelicans. Mm. Chris Paul's still a pass first, first right. kind of guy. So you're going to look to get everybody involved. Devin Booker would have came out and said, you need 50, I'll give you 60. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> so. I'm just, I, it's just, I'm, I'm just so glad, Chris, that my guys out here giving respect to Devin Booker. Because, I had to, man. You know, I was I, wrong. I was not, wrong. Yeah, not, not, you know, in a, in a galaxy far, far away, you know, a long time, <laughs> long, long time ago, he said that Devin Booker wasn't a superstar. He saw the light. He changed his mind. I, I, me- and, I remember him saying that Booker wasn't a superstar. Yep. And, and to and, me, at that time, he was an all-star, you know. And what, but what passed I, in the whopping month and a half? Like, come on, Robert. But, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's not just the month and a half. that It's what he did in that month yeah. and a half. Because I remember, they didn't you. have Chris Paul for a while. Nope, they didn't. And, and, and he, he was able to hold it down and yeah. to keep Phoenix at number one. I was about to say, forget holding it down. Like. He he still propelled them. Like it's not like let's just do the bare minimum. Yes, Lord. Sting, bro. So I had to give credit where credit is due. I said, D book. I apologize. You know, a a, a real a real man can come up and apologize. Yeah. By the way, I'm bad. Yeah, I I gotta apologize (laughs) to some people because I got into an argument because a while ago I said Ryan Tannehill was was like a top ten quarterback. Um, (laughs) I looking back, looking back when we had that conversation. I was hungry. I wasn't myself. Um, it's you ironic because I went and Snickers bar. Dog, I got Chinese food, ate, and then I just muted the chat because I was yeah. like, yo, you I done put myself in a bad hole. Yeah, no, I, I ate my food and I muted the chat because I was like, dog, I just put myself in a hole I can't get out of. So I'm like, let, let's let some time go by. And then later down the road, we could laugh about it, right? But I was I was willing to die on that hill. And like after I ate and reread the messages, I was like. Yeah, I, I I think I think my morning juice was spiked with crack or something because your boy was delusional. Hey, your boy was you had a had a book of team meme. Uh, Chris was tell me you didn't say that. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. All right, now Chris, let me hear your hot take, brother. My hot take is Brandon Ingram is close to surpassing Kevin Durant. Ooh, look what the numbers Ingram is putting up in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs since you're carrying his team. And look, look how Durant's crumbling there in the nets against the Celtics defense. Oh. And you ready? Are you saying he's the, the new Slim Reaper? 
He, I, I don't think he's on his way. He look, he scored 30, 34, and 37 his last three playoff games. Against the number one team in the West. And Durant, Durant has 16, 27, and 23 his last Ooh. three playoff games. And, and, and it's hard to kind of deny that. And, I don't and, want to. And, here's my, like, and this is even kind of a hot take. I think the Ooh. Lakers would be in a lot better position if they would wouldn't have blew up their young team. And got rid of Ingram and Ball and them. If they would have given them guys a chance instead of blowing up the whole team to get Davis, but I don't, I don't think so. And the only reason is because they got a ring. What? No, no, no. I'm not even saying a ring. I'm talking about the the individual players. Like Brandon Ingram was there before LeBron got there, before the trade. But and they the biggest chance to grow. They did. They gave him the ch- they gave him the chance, and the kid was just playing very tentative. Well, he got true. traded, and that in his, that's right. what I'm saying. He now. traded, and it it, 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 it it flipped a switch in him where it was like, well, you know all what? right, bet, let's get it. You I see think what I'm the pressure was too much. It because could, first, before be you played with LeBron, it's, yeah, you were still playing true. for the Los Angeles Lakers organization, which means I don't care win or lose, they like the Knicks. And I wasn't ever a big Ingram fan. But now, man, I've been – been watching him, and that man, he's just getting right. better and better and yeah, better. That, and, yeah, that but for that tough. Lakers take, this is where I this is where I give pushback because they were rebuilding. Yeah. So it's like I understand you're playing for the Lakers, but you're rebuilding. There's no playoff aspirations. There, there's no the Lakers though. I think this they were. Re- I think they went to rebuild mode too soon, though. Is what I'm saying. They I don't think so. I understand I think you got, they had to. Got they got they you want to try to win now, them. but yeah, I think because. I think if you gave time, that that team might have been able to jail and win win more than one ring. Which yeah. I'm not saying Kobe shouldn't have got the loyalty. I believe everything Kobe got, he should have got. Well, I mean, if you tell a guy you're going to pay him down the road, you have to pay him. Because then if yeah. you don't, you look dumb. So if you tell a guy, yo, take a cut now and later down the road pay you, you got to be a man. Especially a guy that's done, gotta done so much for, for your organization. You bought you five rings Kobe You know what I'm saying? So I'm not touching that one. It is what it is. Look, yeah, I have Wait, wait, look, look. Okay. He bought two rings and he contributed to another three. Can I, I'm I say not that? saying nothing. I'm Can not I say that? Say I know. Nothing. I know. Shaq was the main centerpiece of those. Bro, listen, wins. listen, Rob. It's my show, but it's your episode, so you can <laughs> say what you want. You can say what you want. No, no, no. Bro. I want to be politically correct for our casual viewers out there that don't know me. I want them to know I know what I'm talking about. So yes, I do understand Shaq bought the first three rings. Kobe contributed, but Kobe was the main leader of those final two. By the but, way, we haven't even been we haven't even been 20, 20 minutes in. And Yuki says, "Pride, you need to be slapped for that <laughs> bro. You don't understand, bro. I was in hiding for like three days, and then I popped up in the chat from like I, I can't remember what it was. There was an argument. I just popped in the chat, mad smooth, mad casual. I said one thing, and then I waited because I was like, don't bring up Ryan Tannehill. Don't bring up Ryan Tannehill. And I was just waiting. <laughs> and I guess everyone forgot. So I was like, all right, bet I'm I'm comfy, right? But okay, wow. Okay, so two good ones. All right. So you think Golden State? They win it all. Golden State beating Phoenix how many games? Six. Okay. And then and that's that's if book and you're saying that if that's even, everybody even if Booker comes back everybody and everybody healthy. I got Golden State in six. All right. We'll we'll see. And then Chris came out here and said, Hey yo, Slim Reaper 2.0. Mm. BI. Damn. They don't have to start says, calling him BI. He said, bro, if you told me he was in your top 10 quarterbacks, bro, I promise I wouldn't play Warzone with you. <laughs> Look, man. Look, man. Listen, 
Pride was going through a dark time. Pride got lost in the sauce. I was I, <laughs> forget he saw, lost, he bro. saw Tennessee winning and he was like, it gotta be the Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 because I felt like in Miami he got dealt a raw deal. Because I felt like in Miami, no matter what quarterback you put in that in that situation. Oh, and just Miami, whatever quarterback you put with Adam Gaze is, is exactly. Game. So I, I felt like that situation kind of really wasn't his fault. So I kind of was going with the all right, come on. So I, I, I think it was just like you know some biases. Plus, you know, he he gave some he gave the Patriots some some good wins. So you know, with his dog shit play, so good free old, him. Yeah. You know, but you know, uh, yeah, nah. Um, I went and got drug tested. Turns out, I, 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 I pissed hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I did drugs, so uh, I apologize. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, ever since then, have not said a word about Randall Tannehill. I've been I've been ducking that conversation from now on. If you ask me about Ryan Tannehill, swear to God, I'm gonna pretend my mic went out. Swear to God, my my headset broke. Be like, be like, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll I'll start pretending like I'm okay. I'm deaf, I'm deaf, dumb, and mute. Like, don't play. Probably with just me. probably just gonna say that the link won't work and I can't I can't be able to get on the show. Email me. Email me. Yeah, email me. <laughs> But uh, round one of the playoffs continues, and uh, shots fired, hundred <laughs> percent. So we're gonna start with the first game that happened: the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Chicago Bulls, nine one nineteen to ninety five. Milwaukee now leads the series three one. Now that team's come back from a three one deficit. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks over fifty percent from the floor, over fifty percent from three. Granted, they had some struggles at the free throw line, but you know, solid, solid in terms of getting boards, solid defense. Um, you know, fourteen turnovers, a little concerning, but when you're hitting shots, who cares? Mm. Like, let's just call it what it is. If you're shooting over fifty percent from both the floor and the three point line, go go have a hundred turnovers. Who cares? <laughs> you're you're, you're still you're still gonna win. You know what I mean? So, Rob, actually, no, no. Yeah, don't call it. Chris. Don't, don't make me go through this misery again. Chris. Three, down 3-1. Or, uh, I'm sorry, up 3-1. Do you think coming into game five, Milwaukee will kind of play a little cocky and a little slow? Or do you think they come out and just end it? I, I think it's going to be about the same as the last two games. I think they're going to mm. go and dom- dominate the Bulls mm. again. The Bulls just aren't to me aren't running no hardly no offensive sets. They're just going down and throwing the ball up. Mm-hmm. They are. And Vucevic, Vucevic was playing good the other night. Get when they were giving them the ball down, giving them the ball. He was hitting some shots, but then it was like they just stopped giving the ball, dribble the ball down the court, and fire up a three. Yeah. And and then they for some reason why why the hell are they charging Giannis? You know he's going to try to go by you. Mm-hmm. So then they charge him up top and let him go, and then he can just drive drive right by him at will. Even if you're double teaming them, there ain't no reason. Yep. I'd let Giannis shoot threes all day before I ever went out there and played a tight defense <laughs> on the three point line. Facts, <laughs> Frankie. Facts. <laughs> uh, by the way, Rob ain't never hide from L. He ain't ever hide from L. That's one thing. That's one thing my boy Rob never do. Nah, he don't. He don't hide. I uh, but Rob. That. There's a question for you that I'm very curious about. Andy Price asks, are the Bulls a bust? No. Do they need to blow no, it up? No, not yet. Mm. We just played one year together. I think this was a successful season. Mm-hmm. If you honestly ask me, the Bulls got hit the hardest by COVID. Mm-hmm. We had so many injuries. 
not to mention, I don't think we played with our rightful starting lineup but about five, six times, mm. if we want to be honest. And so for the Bulls to not only make the playoffs, we avoided the play-in. We avoided the play-in. And we're mm. here right now, and we got a game on the defending champions. To me, successful season. Especially if you look when people said that DeMar DeRozan was the worst trade in NBA history. Mm. You're right. You're right. Like, there were people who said that. Uh, and I said, I've, I've been saying this from the jump. Like, if you genuinely believe that there's a bridge in Brooklyn, I'll be more than willing to sell you, bro. Like, you're an <laughs> idiot. If you, like, granted, I didn't think it was the best thing in the world, but I didn't think it was the I worst. I didn't think either. it was going to be worse than Westbrook. No, 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 not at all. Like I, I like when I looked at the deal, I was like, you know what? It's a solid pickup. I didn't, I didn't think it was anything to just like to drool over. But at the same time, I didn't think it was something to poo poo on. I didn't think it was the worst. I looked at it in a situation where it was like, all right, you know what? Solid pickup. Mm-hmm. You got a guy who can give you a quiet seventeen, help you a little bit defensively. Could be a nice number two to Zach Levine. And then he I, came I, out was an MVP candidate. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> I, I I genuinely didn't understand, and then the same people were like, "Oh yeah, you know, the uh, Russell Westbrook was a MVP, like you know, back back in the olden days before internet, like <laughs> like no, shit. like, like uh, twenty fourteen isn't helping me now. Twenty fourteen ain't helping me now. And they gave him the MVP because he. <clears throat> one reason they gave him that MVP was because he averaged a triple double. That was right. it. That, that's all. That's all it really was. Go to mommy. Go to mommy. Oh, okay. Look at this Come child on. pride. <laughs> is it just me or is Zach Levine seem like he's been playing tentative in the playoffs? He has. Yeah. He has. He's not. I, you know what, man? And that's what troubles me because if we look at this game four that was just played, you know, you would think, you know, nobody ever wished injury on anybody, but you would think Chris Middleton goes down. Okay, I have a chance. You know, that's a that's a defender that's not on the court. That's an all-star that's not on the court. That's about 20 to 25 points that's not on the court. Mm. And then, not only do you not play offensively, you let fucking Grayson Allen come in and have a game of his damn life in the NBA. Bobby Porter shooting threes like he's Steph Curry out there doing the shimmy at the three-point line. I'm mm. like, you know, the Bulls took no pride, bro. Like, it's They're like they really like came Grayson out there and just like laid down. Yeah, great. Grayson Allen came in and had a game like he was. He's had like he was Clay or last two games, hasn't he? Last he two has. or three games, he's had he like has. twenty-seven points. He said, "He says Levine been playing con man type of basketball." <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, I'm not and, gonna go there, Frankie. But. <laughs> but but we had the conversation earlier that like, is he playing his way out of that super max? Oh, he's he's and, played out of it. But here's my thing. I, 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 maybe it's just me because we, we kind of touched on this a little bit, Rob. Yeah. But I believe where you guys are right now, you have no choice but to give him the supermax, even if you put up straight donuts. Where he's gonna and, go? If, Who's gonna give him a supermax in they right man? To be honest, like a supermax, I think there's a couple teams who could. Are they gonna get, a, I'm not saying who could, I'm saying who will. I think there's, I think there's a couple. Zach Levine ain't box office. If you want to be real, he's not box office. He's not. He's not the guy that you're gonna mark your calendar for. Like I'm going to go see Zach Levine play. 
Now I, I could see, see if he, I could see a team like my Indiana Pacers giving giving him a big. I was about deal. to say, like, I could see the Pacers. I could see the Lakers because if you can get, if you give that if, money to Russ, if they're gonna give it to him, then by, by all means, more power to him. But if I'm Chicago, I'm not paying him that. I'm not paying you, Supermax. You didn't prove to me anything that you were Supermax. You don't show if, up when it counts. If you don't pay him, who you bring in to replace him? That and that, that's that's kind of the. I'm gonna get Bradley Beal. You're. I'm supermaxing him. See, I would not supermax Bradley Bill. I supermax him before I supermax Levine. Smoking herbs. Mm. You're you're smoking spiked herbs right now, brother. I am. They're not spiked. But what I'm it's, saying it's is, spiked, if brother. you look at if you look no at way. overall production, if we get into a playoff scenario like this where we have a, a Bradley Bill and Demar to go to feed off each other, I, I take that over Zach and and Demar any day. I'm not. I can't because guess what? For every for like like yeah, and, and and mind you, this is coming from a guy who I I used to love Bradley Bill until Free you really Bradley take a look Bill. at it. Oh no, no, I treat him the same way I treat Damian Lillard. If you want to stay there, more power to you. You deserve everything you get, whatever. <laughs> but here's how I look at Bradley Bill: Is he gonna give me forty? Yeah, he'll give me forty. Take him thirty-seven shots to get it though. Is it, will, will he drop a cool cool fifty bomb? Yeah, forty-five shots later though. I give you that, but sometimes so, you—that's kind of why I'm like. My thing with with Levine is I feel like he ain't doing enough. Like you need to like this. This ain't no time to be tentative. You know like, what this reminds you me? Can't of? be timid, bro. It's no, it's not time to be timid right now. It's the playoffs. You you want with, with this legitimately reminds me of? If I'm out of pocket, y'all let me know. It reminds me of LeBron's first year in Miami, where you needed to be that guy. But the system of Rogers, you were like, okay, cool, it's fine. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a defer to somebody else. But the system was He's already deferring. around Levine. But he the was problem, before Demar got here. But Rob, but think about it. You now have legitimate, like you have a legitimate championship caliber team. Demar Rose has been playing phenomenal basketball. He's been deferring to Demar practically the entire season. Mind you, while he's doing that, everyone is praising him for it. We get to the playoffs, and he's like, hey, yo, I'm still riding the hot hand. He's still doing his thing, and it, it puts him in an awkward situation. I would say I to, agree with you, but he You know was, what I mean? DeMar shot, what, 8 or 20. Zach Levine still got up 18 shots, bro. I, right, but when did he get up those shots, though? He didn't get up those shots until DeMar DeRozan wasn't on the court. That's where a majority of the shot came he from. Got you thirteen down, but I'm not. I'm not just gonna put no. it on Levine. The whole Bulls organization, the team has to play better. Oh, 100 percent. The team 100%. has to. The only person like, that's been like, playing with their heart to me was Caruso. That's really it. And then guess what? Y'all lost him. Right. He's in concussion, concussion protocol, protocol now. So no, no, my thing not is defense. No, it's, it's inconsistent. But my thing is, my thing is, they're collapsing the middle so much that yeah. they're leaving guys wide open. That yeah. They're overcommitting. But you yeah. have to pick and choose. Either you're going to let right. Giannis get off or you're going to let the team get off. But you can't let them both get My off. My thing is build, no. your, build a wall for Giannis at the free throw line instead of out at the out, out at three-point range. If I'm, them, if I'm them, every time Giannis touched the ball, he got he got at least four pair of eyes on him. Yep. We That's watching you. Same thing. Drew Holiday, you're going to have shot. to beat me. Grayson yep. Allen, you're going to have to beat me. Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. You're going to have to beat me. I know what Giannis can do. We saw what he did in the closeout game yeah. against Phoenix. 
The man yeah. put up 50 points, 14 rebounds, and six blocks. We know what he can do. I'm and not going to let him do that. He can do that with two or three. <laughs> he can do that getting double or triple team. Right. I'm not going to let him do that. Everybody else going to have to beat me because I know Drew Holiday, he could be on and off. Right. Uh, uh, Bobby Portis could be on and off. Grayson Allen, you ain't showing me enough for me to look at you as a valuable threat. Right. I look just at being like I real. Like I don't look at you as a threat. I Giannis is definitely a threat. And the Bulls got to play like that. He out there babying Vucevic. Like he gets in the paint and is over with. So the Bulls got uh, got to look in the mirror right now. I don't think they could come back and and win the series, but at least make it competitive. Make it com- Let's win one more game. We can do it. Let's win yeah, one more game. Hundred percent, bro. Go out and six. Next game, uh, the Denver Nuggets. They beat the Golden State Warriors one twenty six to one twenty one. Golden State now still leads the series 3-1. Yes, Lord. Uh, Jokic did his thing, obviously. He um, did. You know, it, it, like I said, bro, it felt like Jokic a bus. Uh, 37 <laughs> points, uh, eight 18, rebounds. Oh, yeah, eight rebounds. 18 last time. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was, yep, he had a double-double last game. Um, Monte Morris gave you 20, uh, 24. Aaron Gordon went... Back to his Orlando Magic days, gave you 21. DeMarcus Cousins came out. Boogie. Gave you, again, that's another dude who gave you to give you some stuff. 10 minutes, 10 points in 10 minutes. Um, Rob, pertaining to the Nuggets. Yeah. Because I saw this on Twitter. And I had to think about it for a second. With everything that you see going on now, with the injury to not, I'm not even talking about Jamal Murray because I think Jamal Murray could bounce back. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr., with him having already having back surgery. Yeah. Do you consider moving Michael Porter Jr. to get another piece? A little bit. I'm not, I'm not completely sold on Mm. MPJ yet. Um, I know he he's one of those wild card pieces because kind of like how you mentioned with uh, like uh, Zach and him, like you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. You know what I mean? Michael Porter Jr. could come out and, and give you a 30 point game and you like ready to say, OK, he's an up and coming all star in this league. And uh, now you look at him. He can come back out the next game and give you only 15 points. It's like, dude, which you know, so he's he's a little bit of a wild card to me. Oh, man. Chris, let's say. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you gotta go, right, Chris? Okay, yeah, yeah. no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Go, go ahead. Do you think, bro? Be safe. Take care, Chris. I need to be on one of the wrestling shows. But um uh Rob legitimately speaking legitimately speaking what could you get for a guy like Michael Porter Jr. coming off a back injury? Well what's his contract situation? Let's look that up. I'll tell you right now. Because I know he got paid. I know some of it is guaranteed, but I do know that um 
Um, because uh, at first he signed a four-year, fifteen million dollar contract with yes. the Denver Nuggets. He got his fifteen guaranteed. Yes. Okay. Okay, and he signed this contract. Well, so he's a free agent in twenty twenty seven. Ah, right. So, yes. Okay. Yep. That's a good question. I mean, but I mean, his salary though is not exactly break banking. So I think you can get a nice little deal for Michael Porter. Because mm. only fifteen million. I mean, he's making what if it's for three for four years? What they put him down? He's well, making so about three point seven so, a year. So uh, yeah, because I'm looking at right now the estimate. I'm looking at 29, 32, 34, 36, 39. Yeah. That's an so, estimate though of what he could potentially make. Cause I'm looking at it now. They said he signed a four-year 15 million dollar contract. Oh no, 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 no. 150 million dollars. Yeah, it's a hundred and fifty million dollar contract. It was. Let me see here. Yeah, it was after the um basically like after all the guarantees, it turns out to like a five year um uh yeah, it turns out to be like a five year deal. A five year um a five year hundred and fifty million dollar deal. So he already signed it. Yes, it's already signed. Okay. It's already signed dotted. Because I see his contract extension. It comes out to like a five year. $172 million. Yep, deal. yep, that's the one. See, that, yep, that's the contract that's going to end up kicking in. Um, What is it, next year? Yeah, okay, I think I next see. year. Yeah, he signed it last year. Yep, yep. He signed, he signed it last year, and then he then he went out so with it. So he's back. finishing up this contract. Right, th- which is his that, rookie contract. Right. And, and then it's going to segue in. right into 29, 32, 34, 36, 39 yeah. a year. Yeah, I'm looking at, oof. So that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, consider the fact that See, that that's why you you can't just jump out the gym and start giving people money like that. See, I, I miss the old days when you had to earn that contract. You you can't have one good season, and all of a sudden you making top max money because now it's gonna be harder to move you. That's a Westbrook contract. Yep, it really is. It, it, <laughs> that's the sad part about it. It really is. It's 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 one of those things where it's like. The contract is going to be so... And on top of that, you couple that with a back injury, bro? Like, your back never gets better. I, I know from experience. Oh, bro, I know. My back, my back... I know, man. I played a little bit of football when I was young. And I hit somebody the wrong way. And I got back issues to this day. Yep. That's how, <laughs> that's how bad it is. To this day. To this but, day. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, it's it's wild, dog. It, it, it really is, man. So, But I ain't going to lie, bro. I would consider it. I mean, you got I to, but just would. because off the strength that, you know, look what you've done without him, mm-hmm. you know, then you bring in a dynamic player like Jamal Murray, who right. you hope after what he had an ACL tear, right? Yes, you're, sir. you're hoping that he can have a resemblance of what he used to be. But luckily for them, his game wasn't predicated off athleticism. Jamal Murray's a shooter. He knows how to penetrate and get to the rim. So I think he'll be just fine. You know, right. it's not like he's he was an out the gym jumper, you know. Right. But with Michael Porter Jr., you talking about somebody that does kind of rely on his athleticism, along with his height. And mm-hmm. now you're saying he's going to have back issues. We've seen NBA players have those back issues. It's not fun getting those cortisone shots in your back to try to make it through a game. 
We saw what that did to Larry Bird later yep. in his career. The man mm -hmm. had to lay on his stomach, you know, just to get some type of relief on his back. So, I mean, Phil Jackson couldn't even coach due to back issues. You know, he had to get a special chair. You know, and so does LeBron. But you expect that with the mileage LeBron has on his body. So right. that's kind of hard because Michael Porter Jr. is really just beginning his career. And you already have an issue that can be detrimental to the development of your game. So I, mm -hmm. I'm looking I'm looking to to try to get him as far away from Denver as possible. Yep. Even though I don't think that's going to happen just because he just signed the contract extension. Yep. I think they're going to try to give him a year or two before they blow yep. it up. 100%. 110%. Um, from Golden State's point of view, um, Jordan Poole, because this is something I kind of want to talk about. Okay. Jordan Poole, um, still starting, right? You still got Steph, uh, Steph coming off the bench, giving you 33. However, Jordan Poole played 39 minutes, three for 10 from the field, one for five for one for, uh, for 11 points. Yeah. Is this Jordan Poole becoming who he truly is, or is it fair enough just to say it was a bad night? I think he just had a bad game. I mean, we've seen Steph have 11 point nights. We've seen uh, uh, Clay, you know, on his comeback from injury have 11 point nights. So I, I honestly think it was just a, a bad shooting night. Um, also, too, you got to remember now he's starting to be scouted. I think sometimes yes. with these players that come out the blue is because there was no scouting report on you. Mm -hmm. so we you wasn't know. really looking for you. Now we kind of, okay, we we know where you like to pick and choose your spots. I think if, if, if Jordan Poole goes back to that lane penetration. So, Coach? What's up, what's up Coach? I, I think if he gets back to that lane penetration, yep. you know, because I think he, he he's a little bit better at getting to the rim maybe than Steph. Right. You know? Right. And and my thing is, like, what I kind of did notice about Jordan Poole a little bit was that he kind of – it was this thing where, like, he, he knew he was kind of shooting off. He wanted to shoot through it, but he also was still trying to look to pass it, right? Like, he was trying to do two things that, unfortunately, you can't do at the same time. Like, you, to get out of your funk and to keep everybody else involved. It's yeah. very hard to do that. And that's basically one of those things that you got to pick. You got to be like, all right, right now? I'm going to shoot through it. Or right now, I'm going to get other people involved. Like, there was a play where Clay wanted the ball at the top of the key. And if Jordan Poole just swings it, that's a wide open three for Clay. Because Clay was feeling it. He dropped 32. He was feeling it. Seven for 11 from three. So he was. Yes, Lord. He was feeling it. You see what I'm saying? And for me, it I think I, I, I call it a, a, a mixture of a bad game. Um, I, I feel like it's also a combination of the kid just trying to do too much because now that he's, he was struggling a little bit. Now he feels like I got to prove that I'm, I'm it. Like I need to prove, like, that's just kind of what it is. I think it's a whole culmination of things. You know what I mean? And his thing is, is like, I can't play bad. Cause if I play bad, I'm going to go back on the bench and guess who's going to take my spot step. And I ain't gonna take that. I ain't gonna be starting again until the dude retires. Yeah, that's it. Like I don't wait to homie retire. Either that or he gets injured, and you never want to wish injury on a guy. So that's kind of like the awkward stuff. Uh, Coach says uh, I feel like KD is going through that right now. We definitely gonna talk about KD because that's a conversation we definitely. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. Have. 
But I think the Warriors will be just fine. I think if push come to shove, they always got that ace in the hole where, hey, Poole, you have to come back off the bench. We're going to start Steph. And right, then right, once right. they get off to those hot starts, you can still run the death line up. Right, right. 100%. 100%. So the, ne- the last game I want to talk about, these New Orleans Pelicans beat the Suns to even up the series 2-2, 118-103. It was crazy. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, 23 points. Uh, JaVale McGee gave you 14 points off the bench. Um, Cam Johnson gave you 13. Jay Crowder gave you 11. Those are the only four players in double digits. Mm. Um, Mikel Bridges had eight points. Chris Paul had four. Six from Torrey Craig. Two points from um, Alfred Payton. <clears throat> eight from Cameron Payne. Um, Holiday gave you seven, and Shamit gave you yet another seven. Looking over on the other side, Brandon Ingram. Golly, golly. (laughs) Dude is heated. Dropped a cool, disrespectful 30 bucket for no reason whatsoever, might I add. Uh, Jonas Valenciunas. Who is as I like to jokingly <laughs> refer him to, um, had his way easily. Twenty six points. Uh, Herb Jones. Not only he gave you thirteen points, but the defense he played on Chris Paul. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Season McCollum gave you eighteen. Um, obviously coming off the bench. Um, Jose Dodge Durango gave you five points. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, oh, Graham Cracker gave you a respectable eight. Um, Garrett, I gotta go to Temple, uh, gave you a big old donut. So, but he only played two minutes. I don't care. He got garbage five minutes. I don't care. You should have put a bucket up. I don't care. Hold on, Temple. Oh, for head ass. I don't want to hear no. Oh, but you get a rebound. He can get a rebound. You got a rebound. And a- How you playing two minutes in garbage time, but you have a plus minus of minus two? God bless him. <laughs> that's, that's why I don't like plus minus, bro. That's it was two, like it, it was two. It was two minutes of him being out there too long. I guess, man. Like <laughs> that, that's why I don't. That's why I don't pay attention to plus minus, bro. Because I feel like it, I feel like it's an unfair stat. It doesn't tell it, the it, it, story. It can be, but sometimes plus minus to tell you the story because. Like you'll look at like the other day where like Jokic had 37 and 18, but his plus minus wasn't that high. It was like, yeah, you, you did this on the offensive side, but you know, you letting Draymond just 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 throw the gauntlet out there on you. 100 percent He threw the gauntlet, averaging a whopping eight points per game. I don't want to Right, hear but but he's man. look at his assist numbers. Uh, he's been always been a good passer with the basketball. Right, Draymond, but Draymond is the point forward on that team. So I feel like that's unfair to, to kinda. Not really. <laughs> Not really. But um, the Pelicans, with 30, you know, obviously you got 30 points from Brandon Ingram. Yeah, um, B.I. B.I. had a great game. I mean, not, right. not much from the three-point line, but right. just his but, penetration and the way he's he's starting to be able to use his height yes. to get whatever he wants on the court. Yep. It's so, about time. Yep. So uh, Jonas Valanciunas had a, also had a, had, a, had a pretty great game. Yeah. Same uh, CJ McCollum, solid game, very respectable. Give you 18 points. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let's say they bring back Zion. F. Big hypothetical. Do you? Well, matter of fact, let's play that game. Game five with no Devin Booker potentially. Would you bring back Zion? Off the bench. Mm. Off the bench. I'll play around with it just to see. 
but I don't mm. want to ruin anybody's groove right now. See, people got to remember Valanciunas. He was a model. I think he used to play with Toronto, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. He, he, he went played from with there. them in Memphis. Yeah, I was about to say. Then he took a pit stop in Memphis before. He but I remember when he was yep. in Toronto, he was like all star kind of. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he was a respectable big. Valanciunas has always been the. It's always been his defense that that you have a problem with. But right now, with Aiden kind of being a little timid, you know, he, you know, I mean, because he still got twenty three, but right, you know, with 11, him eleven for fourteen. That and that's what I'm saying. Valanciunas has always been his defense, so that's yeah. been his 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 stop on his game development. Right, right, if right, you right. look offensively, it's nothing much you can. He's a big body that has great feet work. You know, as right. Shaq like to say, feet work. Yep, he got yep, he got yep, got yep. great feet work, and he's able to score kind of over any shoulder in the post. Right. It's just that he can't stop you. Man can't stop a cold. He could be a vaccine. He would right. be able to stop a cold. So right, he, yeah, <laughs> bro. If he was a vaccine, bro, Brooklyn would not want to see him because you know, <laughs> Kyrie. I just I just before somebody gets upset. But um, okay. If the Suns lose to the Pelicans, okay, can we call them frauds? I don't. I feel go like because here's the thing. I feel like it's a very, it's awkward, right? Because personally, I wouldn't call them frauds. I will say it's disappointing. It it will be even because because the thing is because that's the thing like D book being out. I like I think we agreed, uh, Rob. If D book is playing, it's three one easy. Easy. I, I say three one. The man was dapping babies before he went out, bro. I mean- <laughs> yo, they on Twitter they were like, "Yo, there's a horrifying picture." Uh, uh, they said uh, uh, a horrifying video. Uh, Devin Booker punches a toddler, and like he just hits like a fadeaway, slides, looks at the baby, goes like this, and the baby daps him up. And I was just like. If, if I'm that father, I'm framing that picture. On God, on God. I'm not, I'm never taking my kid to basketball. I'm never, hey, babe, hey, I'm gonna be the kid telling everybody that's me, that's me with D book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but let's keep it real though, too. I'm gonna keep that same energy with Chris Paul. Right. Devin Booker is out. Eight shots ain't gonna cut it, bro. You know, right now the offense lives and dies with you. You're CP3. You're the point guard. You're supposed to be the life changer that came to Phoenix, which you were. If you know that you're in a position right now where you have to take more shots, I don't care who on you, bro. I know my team has a better chance with me shooting more than eight shots. Yes. Yep. And you, and you got it. You got it. Look, man. And and I I love Chris Paul, but hey, we we gotta we gotta we gotta hold him accountable too because I don't hold him accountable. again. Two for eight. If again, to your point, Rob, if Devin Booker came out two for eight, we we're killing him. him. We're killing him. We're killing him. We're killing him. Eight shots, Devin Booker. What? Like, what are you doing? Right? I don't care and, if you go two for eighteen, but hey, I, yeah, but, I, I'm, I'm shooting eighteen shots. There ain't nobody shooting more than me, and I'm the and, leader of this team. And my thing with Chris Paul, what bothered me about it was like, this is the first time in a long time he truly did not look in control of the game at all. He, he looked. He looked. It, it it was such a weird foreign sight that it didn't even make make any sense because I'm like, there's no way that the point guy 
one of the best point guards of all time, yeah. whose game is predicated on control, just looks like he's out in no man's land. Herbie, Herbie had them all flustered. Oh, my. Flustered. <laughs> flustered. Herbie had them flustered. And, 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 and shout out to Herb Jones because, again, we got to give him credit for it, too. Yeah. Because he was he was not letting him get. Not only was he not getting him let get clean looks, but Herb, he's, yeah, he's long because he's the three. Yeah. He's long, but, man, is he quick. So when Chris Paul was trying to do those quick moves, it Herb Jones it was right there with him. He was right there with him. Well, which, working for him. Which shout out to him. Um, and, and and he's a rookie. Yep. Yep. That's what you want from your rookie. It's a young boy. So, you know, and I like, you know, he was showing heart out there too. You know, he was yep. screaming and getting yeah. the crowd involved. You know, was it saying? him that went down and Chris Paul tried to help him up and he was just like, don't touch me? And he, he turned to his teammates. I, I know you talk. I can't remember who that was. I think it was him. It might, I think I think it was him too. I think it was him where he kind of was like like there and Chris Paul was help him and he kind of literally turned away from yeah, him to on, get bro. help from his teammates. Which like, come on, I don't, I don't <laughs> listen. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm you know not what? Of- and not to mention, man, you know what I'm saying. I know CJ McCullough didn't have the greatest game. You know what I'm saying. Took him 21 points for his 18 shots, mm-hmm. but people don't really understand how much of a great pickup that was. Yep. Like them picking up CJ turned their whole season around. The Pelicans Easily. are like they were getting ready to to just go in the back and, wrap be, it up. and wait on the on the gunshot. Yep. They wanted to die slowly. They were gonna be like, oh yeah. And, and and CJ said no, no. He was like the revive on, on Call of Duty. Yeah, he might he got revived. hit him with that self revive. Yes, sir. He got, he got, he, he got revived. Yeah, hundred percent, man. These Pelicans right now look good. I would actually not, you kind of got something for the future to build around. To be honest, and bring and, and again with all this stuff, <coughs> you got Zion. All of a sudden, this if I'm Zion, I, I kind of want. I want to come back. Oh yeah, I want to. Hundred percent. I want to come because now the front office is giving you moves. Yeah, you see Brendan Ingram hooping great. CJ McCollum is fine. You got now. You got all these. Guys. I would give it at least one more year and refigure it out, and we'll see. And now, it, now you you're can gonna go have to, to do your that anyway. natural position. You got hope, exactly. you got balance right, units. So now you, can, chill so now you can go right back to the four. Not easily. And now you chilling. Now you're able to play your type of basketball. Not to mention, Valachunas can stretch the floor. He can hit a three if he needs to. Right. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. now you got a little space to operate. And I and not and you you add that that great field goal percentage that Zion has because nobody can stop the man child down, right. down in the paint. You add that with CJ's playmaking. You add that with Bi's takeover mm. ability. You got a that's Scary. a team to be reckoned with. Scary hours. Buddy. Not to mention, let's give a shout out uh, to Coach. They coaches out there, Willie Coach Green, Willie Green. You know the way he rallying the troops. You know Steve Nash needs yep. to be taking notes right now. I know we're gonna get to them in a second. Yeah, but he needs to be taking notes. Hmm. It, it, it's about being a leader amongst men. That's. You don't just say put the ball in my best player hand and hope for the best. You yep. coach them. You got to coach the team. 100%. I agree with you, but I uh, talking about Steve Nash right now Celtics and Celtic at Nets. Brooklyn leads the series. Ooh, it's it's on too. It's on too. Yep. It's, yes, it's on right here right now. That's why your boys kind of looking at the second monitor cuz you ain't going to catch me slipping not today. Uh, don't worry. I'll watch it. Um <laughs> it's not only the tip off is off is on right now. Yep. Um Rob do you have do you have these guys winning? Do you have the Nets winning? 
Or do you think it's it's just going to be a clean sweep for Boston? My brothers and sisters today. Yes, sir. My name is Reverend Rob Scott. Yes, sir. Here to perform the eulogy for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> In the words of Kenny the Jet Smith, it's over. Mm. It's over. Jesus. Celtics and four. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't have no faith in the Brooklyn Nets. Uh I don't Steve Nash has not made one adjustment as a head coach. Like not one. Um, it's a shame it took three games for you to realize. Well, maybe I should put Blake Griffin in the game, see what he can give me. He is a player on this team. Um Ben Ben Simmons is not coming. Uh so there's no cavalry coming. And even right now, as I watch them play, it just feels to me there are no plays being run. They are trying to get the ball to Kyrie or yep. KD. And that's not a recipe for success. Yep, not at all. I'm with you. Look, man, I don't I don't like um this whole thing with Steve Nash trying to act like he's a coach. He's not. That's the problem. Um, there's and there's also no one on that team that could uh <laughs> um I'm sorry, I just read something that <laughs> um but there's nobody on this team that can hold anyone accountable. No, by the way, you know what? Steve Nash should have had a problem. Like if you don't said, publicly say that you don't need a head coach? coach, I would have publicly checked your ass because 100%. I am the head coach on this team. 100%. And I would have came out and said, I understand what Kyrie and KD have said, but if it was that easy to win the ring without a head coach, then why haven't they done so yet? Because last time I checked, Kyrie needed LeBron. Last right. time I checked, KD, you needed Steph. You ran, yeah, you ran to go to state. I, I'm 100%. I'm with you. I'm, I'm checking you. your ass. You have to. You, because as a coach, you, you need to do that as a coach. You need to check your players because you need to be able to straight up say, all right, look, let's get let's get our act together. We have to do this because if we don't, we're screwed and we're going to be in a very bad situation. Good man, Rager. Bye. Bye, Jalen Brown. But but again, that's really the problem. Like, there's no accountability. You got Kyrie Irving, who's who who can't who doesn't know how to be a leader. Kevin Durant can't spell leader. No. So now that leaves Steve Nash, a guy who's just kind of just like, what am I supposed to do? Like you and, see I, and I love Steve Nash. That's I, the, I love him as a player, but so he's not a coach. Because he's not. Yeah. And, and don't, you can't and don't be hit timid me. as a coach. Right. Don't hit me that, oh, it's because he's a rookie, because Ime's a rookie. Nah, and he, right. he and he, he's hooping. And, right. uh, and he's, he, he was able to, to rally the troops. And guess what? Jason Kidd, when he first got his stint over with, 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 with the Bucks, he was trying something. He tried. It's true. Willie Green, a rookie, ain't he? Yes. And he's taking a team that nobody had picked in the playoffs. And right now, they're in position to eliminate the number one seed. Bro, yeah, 2-2. Two, two. That's, so, that's all I'm saying. So it's like, I, I don't want to hear rookie talk. What yep. I want, what I want, somebody need to step up and say something. And it's bad that not even the head coach or the best player of the team will do so. Yep. Like, somebody yep. was supposed mm-hmm. to check Kyrie ass. Like, if I was yes. them, I would have told, I don't want you back. If you can't be here when we need you, bro. Because of a damn shot, bro. We, you, yep, you, you need someone. Just I don't to want check you them. back. I, I would have told they out here now. Let us not only, out the whole season. And not only, not only, not only, uh, Kyrie. I, I'm checking KD too because I'm gonna go KD. I got all love for you in the world, but you need to grow the fuck up. Like you're the best player. You need to step up. 
Like, you like, not you worrying need... about who's saying something in the second row and worry about what's going on in this game. Yeah, no, no, st stop worrying about the third row and worry about the three-point <laughs> shot. Stop worrying about the second row, worry about your two-point shot. That's it. Like, someone say something to you in the first row, whatever, go hit a free point that, uh, a free throw that's worth one point. Like, that's what you need to worry about. You're you're you're, you're worried about the right numbers, but in the wrong application. You like, worry about the wrong shit. That's a saying that we say here in Chicago. People be worried about the wrong shit. Yep. KD be worried. You, you worrying about wrong what's stuff. going on on Twitter. You worrying yep. about what's going on with Kyrie. It, the, the, worry about who you got there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and, and I ain't giving James Harden no break, but shit, I would have wanted to get out there too. No, like, I, I this is this is a motherfucking circus. And now we're seeing it. And because I remember when, when he first when he first wandered out, we killed him for it. But now seeing everything unravel, now I get it. it you do. It's like I, it was a I circus over here. How do we plan on being the best big three to ever be assembled? How do we plan on winning all these championships? Well, we can't even win within. We got Kyrie saying he don't need a head coach. We got KD afraid to tell people about themselves. You know what? Fuck y'all. I, I want to trade too. You know why we at it. <laughs> 100%. 110%. But next game, Raptors at Sixers. Now, I believe that Philly will finish it off. But I'm going to tell you this right now, man. Up 3-1, if I'm Philly, I'm scared. I would rather be 2-2. Yeah, Swear I'm, to God. Doc Rivers, they coach, right? Yep. That's why I'm low-key. And I love Doc. <laughs> but 3-1 right now, I'm getting shaky, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Scotty Barnes back. And he was – and he definitely, you know, you can tell that rookie of the year gave him some confidence. And he was ready to get out there and get some playoff minutes. And he came out there ready to play. He did. Game out there ready to play, man. I you know, Philly. Hey, in this game, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm not playing with you. Mm -hmm. Like, first, first four or five possessions off the back, we're going down to me in the post. We're going to yep. establish this real quick. It's over with for y'all. I think Joel Embiid has to be the one to set the tone. Yes. You can't wait on James Harden, you can't wait on Tyrese Maxey. You have to force the issue. It's yes. time for you to get your SNL on Shaq. I mean, SL in. Shaq like numbers. You, yep. you, you got to go down there and establish from the go. When the opening tip happens, give me the ball. There's nobody on Toronto that can stop my big ass down low. He has right. to. He has to. Well, who, who they going to put on the Boucher? Siakam? They too small. Yep. So he's good. Yep. I, I, I think I'm I think Philly is going to do it. I think Philly wins, but I'm nervous, though. Yeah, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, because I think sometimes Joel and B starts thinking too much like a guard. Yep, and that's the problem because once you have that coupled with with um with Doc Rivers, who when things ain't going his way, he gets all pouty and whatnot. It's a recipe for disaster. It and really we know is. what James Harden has done in closeout games. Not good. so. So I'm to all that concoction <laughs> could lead to something. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. If if you want me to make a bet, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna say the Sixers win. I wouldn't even bet on that game. I'm saying if I have if, to. If I had to, if I had to bet, if I have to. I'm going sixes. Yeah. Just because you just think, look, you, you got to put this team to rest. Because if you let Toronto win again, who's to say they don't get confidence from when they beat y'all last time? I know you. Mm. I know they had Kawhi, but still at the same but time, still. this is then you become a Philly team that's not so scary looking. Right. Like okay, we 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 just got two back to back victories. We figured out the recipe. Right. 
Mm -hmm. You got to do it before James Harden throw the game away. I'm sorry. You gotta, I know a lot of people choice. don't like the James Harden bashing, but we got to it's, it's it true, real. unfortunately. If it quacks like a duck, it's a damn duck. 100%. And we know that he is not good in the playoffs. He has not been good in the playoffs. Yep. Last game I want to talk to you about, Jazz at Mavericks. Uh-oh. I got Mavs to get the 3-2 lead. Come on. Come on. We we going Mavs. You yeah. saw what I mentioned, as I mentioned on the ASAP in the morning show. You know, the Jazz, I like that bag of chips you used to get from the store. Mm -hmm. And you get the big bag. You're like, oh, I got a lot of chips. And then you open it up and realize it was nothing but full of air. Don't nobody trust in the Utah Jazz. <laughs> right. They about to blow that whole thing up. What you think? Well, they here's my thing. If you don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, and if you make there, you need to win seven games. Like, you need to go seven games. Yeah, if you got to make it competitive. You have to. If, if, if you lose to the Mavs for round one, I, me personally, I'm blowing everything up. Everything. Because they I'm haven't been competitive since the bubble, since they went against the Nuggets and Jamal Murray and uh and here's uh, Mitchell put on that show. Bro, they're looking like the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. And what I mean by that is, bro, you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over no and over. And no changes whatsoever. Once you see that, and again, then people are telling me, oh, yeah, Rudy Gobert is great. And I'm like, bro, what offense game does he have? Nothing. He doesn't have anything. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to call Clint Capella a great big man because of what he does defensively. Because he's offensively, yeah. he's very limited. Yeah, He's very limited. He just catch lobs. Right. And that's what Rudy <laughs> Gobert does. That's yeah, all Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert is, is so disappointing to me, especially because yeah. he's been an all-star in this league. He's one defensive player of the year. I mean, even if you gonna not play that much offense, you have to be better defensively. Like it's gotten to the point now he can't even play in the series because he can't yep. guard anybody at the three point line. Yep. Dallas is not playing traditional. They like, okay, Luca, you are the quarterback, and we just gave you four receivers out here. Everybody right. go stretch the three point line. You look at the way Maxi Kleber's been getting off. I mean. You know, Jalen Brunson averaging almost what well, he was averaging about 30 in those playoff games. So it's like, you know, and they got they got some some wild cards over there. Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, they, they got some wild cards uh, over there Kleber, in Dallas that they got Jalen Brunson. Like, yeah, woo. you got some hoopers. So I'm glad we both agree here. It's going to be always oh, been a great playoffs to me. Oh, 100%. So, two more topics before we hop off. So, I want to keep it with the NBA for this one. Ben Simmons has been ruled out, uh -oh. um, as you can see. Um, supposedly, he was hinting at playing game four. Now, here we are. Um, Rob, go ahead. Go ahead. Speak your mind here, brother. Spell it with me now, everybody. S-A-W-F-T. Mm. Ben Simmons is mentally frail and then i think the more he stays away from basketball the more mentally frail he's gonna become now i think right now to him in his mind the only saving grace is if the if the brooklyn nets get swept by the celtics then he can say man what could have been if i was there but my thing is you haven't played basketball all season you come up with this mysterious back injury and then you it's put out there that you're going to play in possibly game four. And now you see that where this is going, that this could lead to a potential sweep. And you like, nah, my back still hurts. It's hard to defend that, bro. Oh, I, I got an easy way to defend it. Easily. <laughs> easily. 
You still defending Ben? Easily. Easy. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you okay, why. Right. I just, I'll be honest with you. I think it's easy to hate Ben Simmons. I think it's so easy. Rob, you were one of the people who said, if Brooklyn loses game three, don't play Ben Simmons. There's no point. I wouldn't have. So what happened game three? But I'm I'm speaking from Ben Simmons' point of view. It's a pride thing. Pride, no pun intended. <laughs> but 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 you can't but you can't say it's a pride thing. It's ben a pride Simmons. thing. You ain't played all year, bro. He's still what, what, a, why, still why don't you come in don't there, but why don't you come in and show that you could be a difference maker? Because why would because you want to know why? Because I Ben Simmons, the situation he was just in t- dictates in his mind if I come in game four, we lose, I'm gonna get all the blame. No, KD's gonna get all the blame. No, he's he's gonna he's I think it's gonna work against him not playing. Especially but, when you got NBA legends. When have you heard Reggie Miller come at somebody? All the time. No, in it, that it, in that type of way, like all like the time, questioning their heart. All the time. But the thing, the problem is Reggie Miller a pussy. So when you check him with <laughs> yeah. it, he then goes, "Oh, I, 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 I didn't mean it like that." Like, nah, he's he supposed to stand on that. See, that's what I love about Shaq. When Shaq goes somebody, Shaq be on that. Yeah, at least Shaq goes. Yeah, I and said, Charles, I don't care. Him and Charles. Hey, Charles Barkley, when own he it. say something, he stand on it. They own it, and they don't care. They own it. Re- Reggie Miller, dumbass, be like, oh, uh, 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 I didn't mean it like that. Like, he, played a back, he played a backpedal game. Yeah. Like, hold on. That's why, that's why I don't pay mind to <laughs> Reggie Miller. That's why I don't pay mind to him. Because every time he says something, he always backpedals afterwards. He'll nah. tell you, like, like, he, he, this is the same dude who was like, oh, yeah, Kyrie Irving is an idiot for thinking the earth is flat. And, like, two days later, he was like... Oh no! Everyone's entitled to their own belief. I'm like, shut the, f- shut up, shut the fuck up. Like, no, no way you're gonna you're gonna sell me that on the, that foolishness. The, the flat earther people. Yeah, I was like, I was like, don't don't hit me with that foolishness. But this this, this is just me. This is how okay. Play. Go ahead, defend your boy because I know ben I'm gonna defend him guy. because, and I'm gonna defend him because again, it was the general consensus that if they don't win game three, you're not playing him game four. Yeah, I wouldn't play him. So so my As thing is now that he's not. Get, that's what I'm saying. So as an organization, and we're not going to, as an organization, we're not going to say, like, if, but if they're I'm not just, saying that we ruled him. They're saying he complained about back stiffness and soreness. Yeah, they said that because you can't say, oh, yeah, we're going to rule him out because why? Like, we're not going to want to play him. Like, they're going to try to make it seem like he's experiencing back pain to try to protect them. That's just, that's just what they're going to do. They do that with all their superstars. Yeah. Or all, 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 their, all their key pieces or whatever. Because I don't think right now we can call Ben Simmons a superstar, but no. all, all, all the key pieces like that's kind of an all star though. Yeah, yeah, he's been an all star uh, NBA all defensive team last two years, right? Now, and so. and you could get mad. said this is the same dude who defended Debo in his vague self. I def- yeah, I'm gonna defend Debo because guess what? Without Debo, talking about Debo wanting the trade, yeah, I would ask for a trade too. Because think about it, my if you gonna ben pay, Simmons, if you gonna pay everybody else, why well, I can't get paid? And I do a lot for my team, right? Now, the only thing with Ben Simmons is like me personally, I just the way I look at it is like, why am I gonna sit here? Like, think about it. Why am I gonna sit here and go, okay, let me go play game for game, let me go play game four, claxing with two clank clacks, head ass. <laughs> but like, why am I gonna sit here and and play game four when it doesn't matter? We're not like no team has ever came back 3-0 before. Why am I gonna like why are we gonna do this? You might as well get them relaxed. Let him get more comfortable. So that way, next year, we're good. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if 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 they won game three and it's two one in Brooklyn, I'm with you. I'll be with you. I'll be like, all right, come on, Ben, get it together. <laughs> I would. I ain't even gonna hold you. I was like, come on, Ben, you gotta get it together. <laughs> but let's be honest, that's not the situation. That's not the case. Hey, that's what I'm saying, bro. I just I I I'm just saying, man, you know. It's gonna be interesting to see. It just my thing with being it's, it's more than just one game, man. Like you ain't played all season, bro. Like Philly, I could kind of understand you standing your ground and saying, "Look, I don't want to be here. I refuse to play for somebody, a coach that threw me under the bus." There's one thing for a player to throw you under the bus. I get a coach throwing way, you under the bus is bad. By the way, so I'm watching the game. Yeah, I'm the Brooklyn Nets too. are unraveling. They're doing sloppy speak. fouls. And then Did you see going Dragic now. If that was Demarcus Cousins. He would have got a tech. Ejected. Ejected. <laughs> Forget a tech. Ejected. Like they're they're getting angry right now. Free Demarcus Cousins. Right. Free boogie. Like, like they're getting they're getting upset right now. They are trying to, you know, they're in essence reaching out for calls. They're they're now kind of hurting guys hard, like hitting Celtics players hard, and then having the surprise Pikachu face when you call a, a foul. And look right on cue. Marcus Smart gets a charge. So defensive player of the year. I had people try to tell me he wasn't defensive player of the year. Man, that man deserved that award, man. 110%. And right here, the funny part for that charge, they're butthurt about it. Like the Nets are <laughs> mad about it because they, in their minds, they think, oh, yeah, it's not fair. He, he beat them to the spot. But that's the thing. Like, you don't, <laughs> like people don't consider that. They don't consider that. Oh, it's over with for their ass tonight. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, last topic, <laughs> last topic I want to talk to you before I before I get you up out of here. Um, hey man, I've been having fun. I just want you to. Know, I'm bro. so glad you're having fun, bro. Because I, I've been definitely. I'm, I'm welcome to come back on anytime. Of course, I was listen. I always, always. <laughs> um, so right now, uh, Tyson Fury he beat Dillian White. Yes, knocked him out in in the sixth round. Sixth round. Did you see his two flying? Yo, my lord! <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, "No way, that's his tooth." I was like, "No way, that's his tooth." That was his tooth. And then I went on Twitter and they showed it slow mode. I was like, "Yep." <laughs> um, but he then hinted at retirement. Yeah. He said that he and he promised his his wife that after the Deontay Wilder, you know, after that business was settled, he was gonna retire. Then this came up, so he kind of was like, "Eh." He hinted at it. But the way he said it didn't make it seem like he was fully retired. Like he made it seem like, yeah, if you know, if there's an opportunity, sure, I'll come and fight. Um, Rob, you think Tyson Fury's really just gonna ride off in the sunset after this one? I think he's waiting on a on a, on a good fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look, who's the who's the champion right now? Is it Usyk? Yeah, Joshua? Alexander uh, Usyk, but Usyk. he. I, he's in Ukraine right now, right? So him, him, and Lomachenko, and uh, the Klitschko brothers—they're over there. Shout out to them, by the way. I I said this earlier, bro. Like that; those are real men, bro. Like them yeah. dudes understand we could potentially die. Yeah. Oh well, that's some brave stuff, right there. Well, so you know what? When, when when your home gets threatened, you know, yep. you gotta you gotta. Hey, you know, one thing I can say, and that's you know. They're patriotic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and most and most of the people overseas are they're very patriotic. Hundred percent. From Ireland, 
You repping Ireland to the Oh, fullest. yeah, bro. Did you say New York when Conor McGregor first fought New York? Oh, man. When he fought Mayweather. It was Mayweather, Irish people taking over, bro. It's like Irish, and it was an Irish tidal wave that just <laughs> took over. And New York was just like Ireland 2.0. It was, it was <laughs> wild, bro. Oh, like, that's it, how... It really, yo, they deboed the city, bro. Oh, that's how it is out here in Chicago, man. Like, you can tell, like, when these different holidays go, like, you know, Juneteenth, you're going to see us out here yes, with sir. our black and green flags, you know, red flags, and we out here barbecuing when it was St. Patty's Day. Our yes, Irish sir. brothers and sisters took over. So, you know, Cinco de Mayo, I tell people I'm 5% Latino. So, you know, yes, you know, I just look for any reason to drink. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, I, I, yo, 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 I took a breath today. All right, give me a bottle. Let's get it. Um, hey, let's do it. Luke <laughs> says Tyson finna retire. Look, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think here, so. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think Tyson Fury takes a long sabbatical. Because I if think you look at the heavyweight division, this is not really strong. But here's my thing. Like, I think there's there's two fights that he truly wants. Joshua. Alexander Usyk, right? Yeah. And Anthony Joshua. Joshua, yeah. Both of those guys in running it back in London. Come on, man, stop playing. That's box office, though. Easily. I'm paying Easily. for that Joshua fight for, for a fact. That's what I'm saying. And the the Alexander Usyk, it, 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 that's kind of it's kind of for the titles. So that's but, 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 but that was questionable because obviously him being in Ukraine. We don't know how all that's really going to unravel. Yeah. However, the Anthony Joshua one could happen. I'm down for a fight like that. So that's so I, I genuinely believe that what he's he's saying this stuff, he's gonna wait, give it a minute. And I I think if the opportunity arises, because he's not gonna come back to fight Dante Wilder again. No, he's not gonna want no to rematch exactly. He's not gonna want to rematch Daniel White. He's not gonna want to do anything. There's only really two more bouts he truly needs. There's only two of them, right? And again. Alexander Gusek, however, whatever, however that ends up getting, you know, settled, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But Anthony Joshua is still a fight that could happen. Yeah. And I genuinely believe that if when the card, if the cards are played right and he can get AJ, I think that's the fight he retires. I think that would be his retirement fight. Because there's no way you walk away from the sport and, and the way Tyson Fury was talking. It's like, you know how guys go, look, man, I gave it everything I had. I, I just don't have anything anymore. Tyson Fury looked like that. He was like, fuck these bums, bro. I'm, I'm taking over. Like, fuck these. Like, like Tyson Fury looked yeah. like he still got it. Like, he still got something left in the tank. He does. He does. And I'm reading now on BoxingScene.com that, you know, he's told his wife that he's promised he's going to walk away from the sport. But she's saying. That whoever wins between Alexander Usyk or Anthony Joshua, that he's probably willing to come out of retirement for that. Yep. Because she's saying, I would like him to come out now. He has nothing more to prove. But if he had anything left to do, I would say, yeah, Tyson, you do it. You know what I'm saying? So yep. she's saying that she she's willing to, you know, say, hey, you know, if that's something you feel you want to do, because I do yeah. think that's one of the things missing from his resume, you know, fighting, you know, those big-name guys like that. I mean, we know he fought the Klitschko brothers, but think if you have an Anthony Joshua, you know, or you're unifying the titles, you know, right. that that's something big. Because Anthony Joshua, even though he's had a couple L's under his belt, 
He still he's still, he's still, that's still a big yeah, that's still say, a big that's name. That's still a big name. Yes, that's still you a big know, name. Cause I was scared for Deontay. You know, Deontay kept hinting that he wanted to fight. I'm like, I don't know if you're ready for that fella. Right. And <laughs> you can say <laughs> someone wanted Brady to retire now. He's back. She's gonna file for a divorce. Like hey, I'm, hey, I'm 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 90 Nothing that's bringing money. Yeah, I was about to say, household. I'm pretty sure Brady went up, went up back to her. It was like can I please? And she was like, fine. Like, I'm convinced Tom had to go, please, 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 please. Like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. Sometimes you he he might have became worse being semi-retired. Mm. She was like, Why are you here? You know, he probably was in the house watching old film. And she's like, okay, Tom, go, go. I, prom- I promise you, I promise you, he duct taped the kids to the couch, and he's like. All right, so you so right now Randy Moss he's he's double covered over the top, right? He's so my ex receiver. So, so. And, so and, and look what I had download. Like I guarantee he's breaking down old film. He FaceTime Peyton Manning and was like, "Hey, Peyton, I'm, I'm teaching the kids." He goes, "All right, yeah, uh, let, let me see a play. Let, let's see." And I guarantee it's just them talking back and forth. And then like his oldest son is like, "Dad," he goes, "Tom is like, yeah." He's like, "Leave." Like, yeah, all right. Go back. <laughs> do do something. Just leave. You know. Yeah. Hey, go, speaking go as ahead. a married man, sometimes yeah, like, you get go. more along with your spouse when, when they're, they're at around. work. Yes, you know yes, yes, yes. So that could have been it. But I, I, I think with Tyson Fury, here's my thing. With Tyson Fury, I think he's in a situation where there's only two real guys he wants to fight. Yeah. There's only two guys he wants to fight. Yeah. Alexander Yusick and, uh, and Anthony Joshua. Outside of them, the There's fight will else. not be intriguing enough yeah. for him. Like, he didn't really want to fight Dillian White. I think he did that. What was that contractual obligation, right? Not only was it contractual, but then when they said, hey, look, man, we'll, we'll hook you up and we'll have this, this fight in your hometown and in, yeah. in, in your home country. I think that's what made him go, I'll do it. You see oh, I ain't got to go nowhere. Like, bro, I, I can just stay home. I can stay here and whoop his ass. Cause that's what he, <laughs> hey, that's what he did, man. And we were talking about this early on the morning show, bro. Tyson Fury is unlike any heavyweight you've seen, with his sheer size and girth, the way that he's able and pause on that from the people out there. Mm-hmm. But the way he got the hand speed with that size and, and his lateral quickness with his head movement and that, man, Tyson Fury is a dog, bro. Well, but but he, so you said is it is it Fury fight uh, is it Fury fighting a boxer shorter than me so he has a better chance to win? I mean, uh, Deontay Wilder was taller, and he broke yeah. him down with his technicality. Yeah, and, Deontay and, Wilder was never a technical fighter. He was right, a he was knockout a artist, and he was a thing. knockout artist. That was it. If he caught you with the boom, you was going down. I and, mean, he, and, but, the, and the but thing Tyson is, could take a hit. <laughs> and Tyson told you. Tyson told you. Tyson said. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get knocked down. He was like, he was like, he's gonna knock me down. He's like, I know. He was like, but he's not gonna knock me out. He's like, he's popped he was up like, like the Undertaker. Bro, because listen, he took his best shot, and when he took that, he straight up said, you know what? He'll probably can he knock me down? Sure. He's not knocking me out. I took the best punch he had to offer. Yeah. And I was good. Is he gonna rock me a couple times? Sure. But I promise you, he won't be able to finish the job. Yeah, Deontay Wilder was always a knockout artist. I actually get mad at him that he didn't take like Mayweather up on his offer to kind of really learn how to box. Yep. I yep. say what you want about Mayweather, but when it comes to that ring, 
tactician. He don't have to knock you out to win. He doesn't have to exert that much energy to win. He just yeah. knows I have to be in better shape than you, and I'm going to just pick you apart this whole match and yep. get my points. Learn the, the concept of boxing, and that's what a lot of people have forgotten is to hit yep. and not get hit. Yep. It's a, it's a legitimate <laughs> science, bro. It's a legitimate science. And, 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 really and, why, and Fury is great at that. Like he I said, get, with and, his lateral quickness and his head movement, bro, he doesn't yep. get touched like that. No, not at all. And I, I said this, I said this before. If it took this performance to call him one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, you had no idea you got no idea what you're talking you about. You never watched him yet. Because I think Ever. he got that when he was fighting Klitschko. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> the conversation, like it started to become a legitimate conversation after the Klitschko. It did. Then People started hyping up Deontay Wilder as his hardest opponent ever. Because he was just a knockout artist. And then after that. It was over with after that. Yeah. After that, I'm like, he is one of the only other name that you can probably say, oh, yeah, he needs to beat to call himself the GOAT would probably be Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Either that he or does. Alexander Yusick. Yeah. If he could do both, great. But to say Dillian White, to say Dillian White is what put him over the edge. All due disrespect, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> All due disrespect. Dillian White is still trying to prove himself. Thank you. The man Thank got you. three losses, so. <laughs> Thank you. Um, random off-the-wall question. Fury versus Tyson. Um, So it's, it's going to be awkward. Talking about Mike Tyson? Yeah, yeah. Fury. So uh, Tyson Fury versus Tyson, Mike Tyson. My if you thing want is, me to be real, if you want me to be real, it, well, Tyson's bigger, so he I think, obviously has I think Tyson Fury wins if the if fight Fury, goes yeah. longer than five rounds. Which, if the fight, if, if Mike Tyson can't knock him out, then the, the, it goes to Fury because Fury's stamina show, is better than Mike Tyson, and and he'll probably do. And Grant, mind you, this is two different weight classes, so you know, obviously, it's a super heavyweight and heavyweight. Yeah, so yeah. so Fury's gonna be bigger, but if you're talking about just straight up, like they're the same size. Excuse me, I almost burped. But if they're <laughs> the same size, what it's gonna end up coming down to is, like we said, the cardio. We've seen Tyson Fury weather the storm before in 12 rounds. We've seen him, you know. So and Mike Tyson was never historically known to, for his endurance. No, uh, in fact, as a matter of fact, that was his weakness out so quickly because he didn't want the fight to go that, that long. Exactly. Exactly. We saw Everybody. what happened when it did when he went against Holyfield. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And holy you know, and, and Tyson Fury mm. is one of those good people. He gonna lean on you with that big body, he gonna mm -hmm. get you tired in multiple ways. Yeah. And if you get Mike Tyson tired where his arm strength is no longer a factor, now you're talking about Tyson Fury who kind of picks up as the fight goes. To me, he gets stronger as the fight goes because you're losing power and he's keeping his power. That's what happened with Deontay Wilder. Yep. In that third fight, it was nothing he could do. Like, dude, we got to five, six round. Oh, it's time for me to knock your ass out now. I'm done right. playing. <laughs> right, 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 right. 100%. Oh, I watch, I watch some boxing now. I can break down some boxing. Yeah, bro. Yep, 110%. But it's been the Profit Takes Podcast. Rob, thank you for being here, bro. It was it's it was fun, bro. Yes, sir. 
It was yes, fun. Uh, Chris, Chris was here. He had to take off. Thanks, Chris, for being here for a few. Definitely was fun. Thank you um, for the invite, Rob, brother. Rob, where can the people find you? Man, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and the Rewind Sports 60 Roku channel. We also have an app uh, for Google Play Store and Android as well, man. Rob's Two Cents. You see the background. We out here, baby. Pride, I appreciate you for having me on, my brother. Rob, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure. Greg, he says you almost spent two hours. New record. I think this might be the longest one. Hey, hey, I'm a talkative motherfucker. So. Oh, fuck yeah. 110%. <laughs> but on behalf of Chris and Rob, it's your boy Pride. We'll be back here on Wednesday to talk more, uh, more stuff. Till then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. We go. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. Two to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.